You're listening to The Lively Show, episode 264. Welcome to The Lively Show. I'm your host, Jess Lively, and this blogcast is designed to uplift, inspire, and add a little extra intention to your everyday. Welcome to the show, guys. Thank you so much, as always, for listening. Today's episode is sponsored by one of my newest obsessions, foursigmatic.com. Foursigmatic has a bunch of different coffees and elixirs, health drinks, if you will, teas and all sorts of things to make your life better by infusing superfoods into delicious tasting coffees, teas, etc. My personal favorite, if you follow me on Instagram stories, you totally know what this is. It is the Cordyceps Coffee. So there's mushroom cordyceps in there with the coffee and the hot cacao mix. Those two mixed together make my version of a mocha. I love it so much. It's so easy to make. I just boil some water and mix them right in and I'm ready to go. Of course, if you've seen me also on Instagram share, I love personally putting rose petals on top of mine from time to time and also love marshmallows now too, whatever feels most aligning. I love this combination so much, and it's been fun to see other listeners share on Instagram their own mochas that they're making with their discount that they have gotten here on The Lively Show. So if you too want to try this out and see if you love it as much as we are loving it, go over to foursigmatic.com slash lively, and then use the code lively at checkout to get 15% off. So it's going to give you some money savings and a chance to see if you like it as much as we have. Now let's move on today, or really this week rather, it's all about flow, flow with intention online. The last live round is launching and starting this week. So that's where my focus has been along with another secret project. And in terms of flow and honor of flow and kind of aligned with it, the law of attraction here on the show has been a big subject that I've gone into. I've noticed that there's a lot of interest in it more and more and more, even from people that maybe a few years ago, like myself, wouldn't have really necessarily been familiar with it or would have thought it was a little weird. And they would have probably been a little more aligned with the hustle grind mentality. I can see the energy shifting. The tides are turning. People are looking for better ways. And it's so exciting to see these LOIQ Q&A episodes resonating so well. In today's episode, we're doing something new. I've invited Colleen Cavanaugh, who's been here on the show before, to do a little coaching session to talk about an aspect of her own life that she's done well with and also an aspect of her life that she's had difficulty manifesting. And in her case, it is income. So Colleen, just to give you a little background before we get into her episode, she's a Life with Intention online grad. She also was a part of a mastermind group that I hosted many years ago, and she's a caregiving expert and podcaster focused on a process she calls life casting. You can find her over at thelongestdance.com, and her podcast is called The Afterlife. So in this episode, Colleen and I are going to go through what is going on when it comes to resistance and why the manifestation of income in her business and career in this moment is not coming up. This is going to be very interesting. When you listen to this, I would love for you to think about your own life and reflect on what feels true for you and what aspects resonate for you within her own story or also using the line of questioning that I give her, think about an area in your life that you have resistance to and then just reflect on the questions I'm asking her for yourself and see what surprising realizations or moments of clarity you find in your own situation. Let's go to the show. Colleen, thank you for coming on the show again. Jess, it is such a pleasure to be back. Well, people can go back to your first episode if they want to hear where you were back then, but you have grown quite a bit in your journey of unfolding since then. So let's start with how you got to where you are, especially since when we last spoke with you. 
Okay, since we last spoke, I was embarking on a career of helping family caregivers get the support that I wished I had at the time. And it was fantastic. It was right where I wanted to be, where I needed to be. It locked into all of my values. Everything was wonderful. And I think if I explain the trajectory and it'll help put into perspective why I'm coming to you here on this topic, because I heard of you and your show in January of 2015, and I was doing design work at that time and loved Tina Roth Eisenberg, who you had interviewed. So I kept listening to you because your interview style was so fantastic. And I have a degree in journalism. So I was like, oh, my gosh, this girl so knows what she's doing. And you had other exciting guests on and other people who were trying to figure stuff out. And I kept taking my business and my life missteps because I was not aligned at the time, even though I thought I was. Fast forward to the fall, and I took your Life with Intention course, and everything changed. Everything became clear, and I talk all about that the last time we spoke on your show. Jumping up ahead a few months after the course, and I'm in a space of clarity, I begin my caregiving training, and I join your mastermind group which gave me four new sisters that to this day continue to support me. And I kept following my curiosity and I kept studying and I got involved in Eckhart Tolle's teachings on presence, which was life-changing for me and also for the clients that I share it with. I move along. I keep doing my thing. I speak at national conferences. I get interviewed by the New York Times and USA Today. And I just keep working. I start building a resiliency program with a partner about grit, grace, and gratitude. Then I launch a podcast called The Afterlife. And then I launch that resiliency program that I was working on. I get more involved in realizing where flow is taking me, in part because of listening to your episodes and seeing where you're going with this and having it all make sense to me because I've always known that I lived a life where I can create my own reality. And so law of attraction for me is just like the words to explain what I've always known. So then I start really tapping into where I am coming from in that state of alignment and watching what comes from that. So in the fall, I reach out to somebody who was a part of Tina Roth Eisenberg's Creative Mornings program because she gave this really inspiring speech. I was like, hey, do you want to be on my show? Well, she wrote back. We became friends. We've been sharing different resources and connections from that. Flow moment. Absolutely. And I give three presentations at a national conference again. Then in November, speak to an advisor and I say, you know, the ideal advertiser, if I go that route on my show, would be an insurance company. Two hours later, a national insurance company contacts me to do a commercial with them. Wow, that's some powerful manifestations. This is a lot of flow, alignment and manifesting very quickly. And I'm freaking out. I'm like, oh, my God, this is amazing. This is I'm so tapped in. It's like electric. It's so great. Then in just this past month, I have flowed into helping others turn up their volume and broadcast their best selves through new service offering that I've created called Life Casting, where people can shift their vision, see their good and own their story. And I just keep following the breadcrumbs of my curiosity, and they keep bringing me to really new, great places. 
This sounds great. Why are we having you on the show right now? You're done. <laughs> Send you on your way. <laughs> because while I'm working from this state of creating what is exciting me, I'm not manifesting income. And I have a lot of questions about that in relation to what I'm hearing when I'm listening to The Lively Show. Okay, so we're going to get to manifesting income, which a lot of people's ears probably perked up there. <laughs> like, I want to do that too. Okay, so let's first start with LOA. Sounds like you and Law of Attraction have been besties your whole life, but is there any parts of it you've heard or have a hard time with that we can smooth out for you that might be something other people are thinking too? One might be the idea that it's not about getting what I want. That it's not about that. Oh, I just did an episode that aired today. Did you listen? I did. I was like, oh, maybe I don't even need to talk to her. Just listen to this one. And then next week's episode doesn't exist. No, I'm kidding. But that causes doubt in me that maybe my path isn't what I'm meant to be doing. Oh. And I wonder then, is that blocking my vibration? Because I think I want this. Okay. Tell me how, because a lot of people are loving that episode that aired. As you're listening to this, the episode before this one, LOA Q&A 2, the why the law of attraction isn't the law of getting things we want. So how did that impact you and how did that shift your understanding of LOA? It made me question myself because I think I'm doing everything the way I'm supposed to. I know what I do want in my life and I want to be in that state of alignment as much as I possibly can be. And the more I get there, the more unbearable it becomes when I'm not there. It's not a bad place to be because feeling that good at that level is spectacular. I think it's how everybody should be living. Well, the should is a tricky thing, right? Let's get the should out of there. It would be wonderful for more people that's happened to that more of the time. How about we soften the should? You are correct. Yes. Well, just because it puts an expectation from the ego on alignment, which is anti-alignment. <laughs> Oh, so good. All right. I'll put a dollar in the should jar. Okay. Yeah. It's just the should of like everyone should feel this way. This is actually a really interesting jumping off point for a general conversation. We'll go back to where you're at. But the should of everybody should feel this way. Okay. That is something I think people that start to get into this are like, oh my God, I feel so great. I want everyone to feel this great. I look at, and then you're immediately aware of all the people in your immediate life or around you at the airport that aren't feeling that way, right? Yes. Yes. Right. You're like, wait, wait, why is everyone miserable or looks like it? Or, you know, okay, let's talk about that quickly. We have to recognize we all create our own reality. So just because you have this experience, and want to present this to others, it's like language, right? It's like saying, I know French. Why doesn't everyone know French? And you're looking around at people and saying, you should know French and you should know French and you should know French, right? And it's like, they didn't necessarily grow up with that. They don't necessarily need that. That may not actually be an awareness in their mind. Would they benefit from having French? Maybe, but you can't talk someone into wanting to learn French, really. Actually, you know what's a really funny side story to this? I actually talked my best friend, Carol Beth, growing up into taking Spanish class with me. She wanted to take German. I have no idea why. She probably was German in a past life or something. But she loved German. I wanted her to be in my class with me. So I made up stupid stereotypes about German people as a completely, you know, silly kid that made her want to take Spanish with me. But you know what's funny? She ended up taking it and the entire time she kept hanging out with the German students and learning German anyway. Like even though she took Spanish, like you couldn't even stop her. <laughs> she was going to go learn German. Now, 
as I was telling that story, which I just thought was a funny aside, I'm seeing the tie in here. This is so fun. So I told her, you know, really, you should really do this. So this is like you going to Carol Beth and saying, you should really learn law of attraction. You should really do this. But she's not really wanting to. But you'd say some stuff that gets her to follow along or play along, right? So she takes the class, but all along, she's not wanting that. She's learning German anyways. So yes, she might know Spanish now, and that's great. But if she's not wanting it, you can expose people to it. But if it's not innately driven within themselves to want it, you can't vibrate for them. Does that make sense? Exactly. Total sense. I just told my brother, for example, Michael, love him. He's my youngest brother. And this is such a fun flow. I woke up at 6.22 a.m. naturally. I turned off the airplane mode and I loved that I saw the 2-2 because I love alignment in numbers. It just is a little reminder to me that I'm in a good alignment. And then I was so confused because his picture was on my screen as I undid the airplane mode because he was calling me at that moment. I hadn't talked to him for four months. But like at the moment I released the airplane mode, his phone call was coming in. Like I don't even know how that worked, but it did. He wants to read some books. And I was like, well, of course. He can read a bunch of books from regular people, but I was like, really? I'd read The Law of Attraction. So I'm explaining this to my brother, but I have to recognize I can't vibrate for my brother. Even though this has changed my life and I have like this ridiculous pinch me life, I can't vibrate for my brother. I can't make my brother want to do this. All I can tell him is this is a book I would recommend. It's changed my life and it's weird and you're going to have to get over her voice you know, trying to explain Abraham to a 28-year-old brother who's never been exposed to this stuff and just said, it's kind of weird. I thought for 800 hours she was making it up, but see if it resonates with you. And that's all I can do. I can't think for him. I can't create the neural peptides for him. I can't shake him to vibrate his vibration higher. You can't vibrate for another person. Oh, tell me about it. I have three college students at this point in my life and a partner who is the antithesis of all things woo-woo. So all of this gets kept very quiet on my end. There is no preaching or conversions even being attempted in my house. However, it allows me having the skills within myself to get myself on that track to better be able to show up for them and be in my own space, which then creates less friction between all of us. There you go. A happy mom is a happy family. Amen. So with that in mind, do they notice a difference in you? They probably do, but they have also gotten to a point in their maturity where they are interacting differently with me and their dad, where I don't think they're able to process what exactly that is. But they come up now and they're like, oh, my gosh, you have to listen to this new TED Talk. And did you read this book? Have you ever heard of so-and-so? And And so it's very exciting to relate more on a contemporary basis. Well, here's what I'm thinking. Do they notice you're happier? Do they notice when you're in alignment that you seem different than you used to be before you were aware of this stuff, practicing it? I would imagine based on their responses and their ability to flow back toward me. Well, that's just your attraction point, right? So when you change your attraction point, they're reacting to your vibration differently because you're calling that in. Yes. Okay, beautiful. All right, so we got a little side story there about how come we can't vibrate for all the people at the airport. We can't. And even if we want to and we expose them to it, it's just like Carol Beth, they might still learn German. Like if they really have a desire to do something else and this is not in their highest calling of their own inner being, that's okay. Like there's 
to me, the way I look at this game of life, it's a game. There's many lives. Let's play them as we want and let everyone play the life game that they want. And yes, if they're interested and open, that's when the natural inclination and actual processing will change. But just pushing it on someone like I did with poor Carol Beth, she really should have taken German. Like she never should have learned Spanish. You know, obviously it was her choice, but she would have been a lot happier had I not tried to get her in Spanish. Anyways, let's move forward. So law of attraction, we got it down. You're on board. What's flowing really well in your life that you have no resistance to that you're just manifesting like a crazy person? Anything that I act from in a state of alignment and after I feel what I call the zap. What's the zap? The zap is the way I explain hearing from my highest good that's inside of me. And that feeling, it's deep in the center of me. It is literally like an electric shock of knowing that if there is an event or an opportunity in front of me and I get that zap feeling, I know that that's my higher self saying, this is the direction you need to go in. And so long as my ego doesn't talk me out of that, which it is very good at doing, I end up attending that event or doing whatever it is that I signed up for and have miraculous things come out of that. Did you have to develop the zap or did it just show up over time? Oh, I have always had it. And I relate it to my daughter when she went off to college. She was so excited. I'm going to travel and study abroad. I can't wait. This is so exciting. All she talked about all summer until it came and she got into the dorm and she said, I can't do this. This is so wrong. I made the wrong choice. I don't want to go. I can't get on the plane. And I reminded her, remember when you felt the feeling inside yourself that this was the thing you had to do? She's like, yeah. I said, that was your deepest part of yourself saying that's what you need to do. I said, you have to trust that in yourself. And she kind of mulled that over. And the next day I got the phone call. Oh my gosh, you were right. I met the coolest girls. This is going to be so much fun. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, I have goosebumps, alignment bumps. So being in that state is fantastic and watching those moments come. My family relationships have never been better. The people I am meeting are dynamic and divine and aligned. Things that used to bother me just don't even register anymore. I can process through them in a much more rational way, if that is allowed to be said in talk of law of attraction. Yeah, right. It's not, we're not throwing logic out the window. It seems like it's sometimes, but let's be real. The left brain is still allowed at the table. Okay. You know, and I can even find alignment in quote negative situations. So all of that is just humming. And each month I just feel like I am more and more of myself. Okay, so you and the people around you, that's flowing like fireworks, but the income part is where there's resistance and where you want to clear it. Yes. Okay, the tube is stuck there, but everything else is flowing through. Okay, let's talk about the income. Why do you want it? Because I have three kids in college, number one. And number two, I guess I want the external validation of the work that I am doing is worth something and that it is a career and not a hobby. Okay. So who's going to decide? Who's your litmus test? Who's in your ego's mind that's going to decide this is a career, not a hobby? Is it your mom, your grandma, your neighbor? Who is it we're waiting for approval from? I have never considered that. I don't know who that person would be. Yeah, like, let's do it. Let's go. Ego, 
Who is it you need approval from? Let's see. Do your zapping. Go into your higher being. Let the answer come through. Who's going to be the one that's going to make it okay? I feel like I have internalized this to such a point that the answer is me. Wait, your ego? We're looking at the ego here. We're clearing this out because this is as ridiculous beliefs. We have to show the shadows, right? It's just a fake boogeyman. <laughs> it's like someone's going to say this is no longer a hobby and a career. Okay, is it really just you or is it these beliefs from other people that you've now internalized and now you're playing someone else's game? Does that make sense? Yes. And I think I now know who the person is. Good, good, good. Who is it? Am I allowed to say? I say it. I, I say this in love. Don't put lightning down on me, but it's my mom. Okay. So what did she say when you were young or even in your later years, whatever, that has now been so internalized, you actually think this is you? What was the belief? What is the thought? Oh my gosh. It's just that nothing is good enough. Okay. Now let's look at why would she think that? Out of curiosity, this is not going to change your point of attraction, but it's kind of interesting to give light to why she even had that thought to give it to you. This is a domino effect. These are generation upon generation falling onto each other and just pushing false and limiting beliefs onto the next person. So you are in subconscious state, little innocent child learning life. What did she say or what is she thinking that has led her to say these things that are largely unconscious to you that you've now internalized and are carrying around? All the things her father said to her. Yes. Okay. What was going on there? If it's okay to talk about, what's the dynamic there that their perception was at when they had this belief? There were a lot of things that were happening. She was the oldest of nine children. There was not a lot of money. There was a lot of stress and all the things that go along with that. Okay. So there's not enough. It's never enough as a belief that one of nine children that's seen struggle, there is never enough. She saw that modeled. So she passed that belief on innocently. Yes. How does that feel to just have that awareness? This isn't about retracing the past because Abraham says, don't dig yourself a ditch to, to climb out of. However, sometimes shedding some light on a shadow makes the shadow go away. So now that you see that's why she had that, it's not necessarily true. It's just a outcropping of an experience she had. It's not necessarily true for you, especially. How does it feel? I have connected that knowledge to a lot of other parts of my life, but never this one. Okay. So with that in mind, how do you feel? Because you just said, I'm the one I'm trying to prove this to. But if you realize it's really based on a belief that your mom passed on from her childhood, what do you think about you being the judge of you, hobby versus career being enough? I have totally internalized it so much that I don't even notice who the real person is that instilled that in me. Yeah, it wasn't you growing up thinking, I need to be enough. I need to be enough. <laughs> you know, little babies growing up thinking, I need to be enough. They're just living life and having fun and like looking at people, playing with their noses. They're just having fun. They're not thinking about being enough. So with this in mind, so you're the judge right now. The ego's the judge. But like I say, you are the one that you're trying to live up to this expectation. Now that we recognize the, just alone, just with the recognition that I'm judging myself so harshly on this because of this belief that isn't even my own, do you still feel as harshly judging yourself about being enough or making this a career the way you were five minutes ago before we started talking about it? No, I literally feel lighter. Okay, that's great. I always say with my classes, I always see the biggest sign of success is like you feel like a shoulder rub, a shoulder massage. You're taking the weight 
off your shoulders, right? Do you feel a little lighter there? Yes. Okay, we got a big shit off there just with that. This is about my own desire, but really it's not. It's not. Your inner being is not wondering if you're enough. You always have been. You always will be. This has just been masking that truth. So knowing that this is just a crappy old thing that you got subconsciously programmed with when you were young based on your mom's innocent and totally unaware understanding of her life based on her dad and whatever. Right. Okay. So now it's not about this being a hobby or career, but let's look at the other reasons you want the income because there's not just the only one. When you said you have three kids in college, okay, that is also a belief. But that I mean, it's a thought you keep thinking. It's a very common one. I've seen it a lot in the US, right? So school and education so freaking expensive, you know, for all these kids. It's not to say that there isn't financial things, but even just the story of I have to be thinking about money because of my children in college. And the story that often I think parents have around that adds extra pressure than the literal numbers do. Does that feel right for you? Absolutely. And in realizing that was my first answer to you was like my knee-jerk cocktail party response to you. Yes, that's what I'm thinking is like you're with all these other parents that have kids in college and this is the story we're telling. Yes. It's like when you meet people who are married for a long time and they're with each other and they say, oh, how is everything going with Ted? And they're like, oh, it's, it's the worst. And they could just as easily, it may, maybe it is the worst. Maybe Ted's horrible. But most times things are pretty good. And I think if we took the time to pause before we open our mouths, like I did before, and say the truth of things are really wonderful. We had a great weekend and oh my gosh, he gives me Valentine's for no reason. And you know, whatever the case may be, that that would change the person that they're speaking to, to realize, oh, hey, you know what? I'm pretty appreciative of what I have going on in my life. And it would just be contagious. Well, here's another thing about that with Ted. It's a law of expectation. So if they expect him to be terrible. They're going to focus on all the reasons he's terrible. It's going to confirm that he's terrible and it's going to play out. Now, actually, side story on this. Funny thing. So my friend, the rhino, who I was dating, we're still good friends. And I realized I was feeling like he was, because I'm not super close. He's like the person that's closest to me. So we have the most interaction of anyone. So out of all of this interaction, there's more opportunity for conflict than anyone else in my life. So it's not like conflict, but I noticed that I felt like he was being critical. Now, I cleared that doing theta. And what I noticed the next week is a week later, he was like, you've really changed. Now, I cleared his criticism. My beliefs around his criticism is what I cleared in theta, right? I was like, he's feeling critical and I don't really like that and I want to clear this. So I did. This is what I realized. This is so cool. I was creating my own reality. I was like, he's being critical, right? What happened in the next week was that the things he had been critical about the week before I stopped doing without even thinking about it. So his criticism was coming from his annoyance with certain things I was doing. So when I stopped doing them, he had no reason to criticize. But I, as I was believing he was critical, continued to unconsciously do the things that bothered him. But once I cleared the belief that he was critical or that it needed to bother me, I stopped doing the things that triggered him. So I was creating his criticism before. That's fascinating. Right? We don't think this way. We think people are this way and they're behaving at me and I have nothing to do with it. I'm this innocent bystander. I didn't change anything consciously. I wasn't trying to annoy him in the first place and I wasn't trying to not annoy him afterwards. 
It literally wasn't on my mind in either case. But my own inclinations, my own urges to share in this way or that or respond in this way or that naturally shifted as my belief about his criticism shifted. So I didn't actually change anything consciously to like appease him or not or displease him or not. But as I had a belief, I had to find a way to continue believing the belief. And once I dropped the belief, I didn't have to have it. And when I didn't have it, he didn't have the issue I was worried about. Does that make sense? It does. (laughs) Anyways, sorry. Totally different side story. But I want to circle back to this party trick that all these like 40s, 50s, I'm just imagining a bunch of American, essentially kind of like my parents going to a party, right? And then... There's just a bunch of people talking about how college education is so expensive and how there's stress and money about that. Like, of course, there's got to be X, Y, and Z as the story. Is that true for what you found? I think so. Yes. And there's, you know, also that's a part of my personality, too, where I think where I do go for like the one-off jokey comment to people right up front. And it's, it's some sort of maybe a way to keep a barrier for people seeing like, oh, she's not really worried about that because ultimately I'm not. Yeah. Why are you not? Because we have saved money. We have scholarships. We have a son in the National Guard. Like We have a lot of good things stacked in our favor to you know, get through this. And I maybe think that's not me owning the fact that college tuition, a.k.a. Ted, is doing fine. You're right. College and Ted are fine. And one of the things you said, just another smoothing out here. Just another little piece of friction. I noticed you said, we're going to get through this. That's the story you're telling. So what you're saying at the cocktail party is, obviously, we're all stressed about this as people that are adults with kids in college. Obviously, college is super expensive. Obviously, this is a stressful period of an adult person's life as a parent, right? But then you're saying, well, underneath that, the real story that's more authentically true, probably close to your heart and your belief system, besides that one, that's like the cultural story. Then you have a personal story. Your personal story is actually we're okay and we're going to get through this. Now, I even want to smooth that out. So the personal story behind the scenes is that I'm going to get through this. It's fine. That's a story you can tell and it's better than the first story the culture has. However, do you really just want to get through? Is that the best life you want to live? Just getting through this period? Or do you want to enjoy it more than getting through? I want to do the more not get through. I want to enjoy it. I want it to be fabulous. And that's where I think I have this imagined block of some sort of income of, okay, what isn't happening? What piece of this am I blocking? Well, if you even think about it right there. Okay. So I have to get through this, which means I can't flow through this. I can't fly through this. I can't have this be fabulous. I just have to get through. And you know what? If I'm not making a lot of money right now, are you going to get through this? Honestly. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to get through this. You don't even have to make money right now in this way. You probably, with all the things you just shared, circumstantially can get through this period without making money. True or false? True. Okay. Do you see just like me with the rhino that you're creating your own reality? Yes. I so thought I was creating nothing but awesomeness. And this is so enlightening. Keep going. Right? I'm having a good time. Man, I've listened to thousands of hours of Abraham and I've never heard them get into this. This is so cool. Okay. So, 
you have a story secretly, your secret, you know, it's kind of like you could go out and someone says, you look great in that outfit. And then the, the story is, but you should, you know, you don't know what it looks like underneath or whatever the colloquial story is in culture. But you may not actually hate your body that much, but you were like socially inclined to say something terrible about ourselves because our society is pretty unconscious about that stuff. And it's a way to deflect the compliment. But underneath you might go, you know what? I actually feel pretty good about my body overall. But then you have those parts that you do have issues with. And then your body creates those issues because those are the ones you've chosen to have. So this is the same here. So the cultural thing is we got to get through this period. This is a tough time as a parent. But underneath that, you're like, we're going to get through this. And I know I don't even have to make money and we're still going to be fine. Like that's where you're actually vibrating at. And that's what you're seeing reflected back in your income. Alrighty. How does it feel? I'm like sitting here sort of stunned. I'm like, oh, okay. That was easy, I guess. Well, it's not changing anything. It's just bringing light to the shadows. How does it feel as you look at that from the light of day? Oh, so much better. Okay, so what we can say is you are creating your own reality and you're doing a really good job. You've excellently executed the story you've told. You're manifesting perfectly to the story you've told and that you deeply most believe. And with your mom, let's go back to the mom. Okay, never enough, never enough. And you have known all your life, we're gonna be fine. We're gonna get through this. So your mom is like, there's not enough. You're always been one level up from that, which is it's all gonna be fine. We're all gonna get through this. And not only that, we might actually feel good as we do it, where she might not have that, but it's still not the story you necessarily want to tell, which is, it was fabulous and it was magical and it had so much ease and so many amazing opportunities resulted during this magical time of my life. What is the story you'd like to tell? So right now we have, I'm going to get through this or we're going to make it. This is fine. But what would you want to increase it to? In what way? How I feel? Yeah, how you feel about this period with income and the kids and the college story. Because this is the kind of the phase right now I'd like to focus on because it seems like this is where most of the friction for your income is coming from, is this idea that the three kids in college is hard, which is now reflecting in your income. I think I need to go deeper even yet because while I know that there's this internal voice that isn't my own saying that I'm not enough, and there is a cultural thought that, oh, we have to get through this period. Okay, well, would you like it to feel easier? I'd like to have the questioning go away that I'm doing something wrong, that I'm not in as perfect alignment and flow as I should be. Because if I was doing it better, then I'd be creating better. Yes, because all of the pieces of the puzzle would be locked in and it would all be humming. Well, it's all constantly unfolding. So the good news is you're right where you need to be. You're not off the path. There is no path you could ever be off of because where you are is going to lead to the next step that is going to lead to the next step. So even in your highest alignment right now, I want you to see you are, no matter what your alignment is, creating your reality to this because this is the vibration of expectation. You're expecting to get through this. So no matter what your alignment is, you're getting what you expect of getting through this. So you can feel great, but the income's not necessarily going to come there because it's not matching the place that you're at. You are creating perfectly. So am I just being impatient? No, no. What I'm saying is that you can get into the highest level of joy you ever can 
And that highest level of joy, what you've actually been focused on is getting through. So at the highest level of joy, the best you can do manifestation wise is to get through what you're already doing. So I have to change my point of focus. Well, we have to tell a better story that matches that feeling you're feeling. So we have to say that this season of my life doesn't have to be hard, which is the cultural story. And it doesn't have to just be that we're going to get through it. That's your personal story. What is a better, more ideal personal story of this time that you can actually think about and believe is possible for you? Because if you don't believe it's possible, then you're also going to, again, create your reality. If I don't believe that the rhino can be uncritical, then I'm not even going to bother doing theta, right? Because it doesn't even, it's not possible because I don't even have the belief that it could be that way. So what's the story you'd rather tell personally about this season of your life? That I am living with and co-creating with a family that is living to their highest levels of being. Yeah, we're all creating this together. This isn't just my weight on my shoulders. Mm -hmm. So you're so focused on right now on your income. Have you also attached the identity of my income needs to save the day alone? And this is the only way this financial well-being can show up for our family? No. Okay, so you haven't had that connected. No. Okay, that's good. So then you're looking at everybody having ways to create this magical co-creation together. Yes. Good. What makes you excited to contribute to that magical co-creation with your income? Being able to create exciting moments for us, being able to say, you know what? Everybody has school break this spring. We're going to go on the trip. We're going to go on a big trip that we're always going to remember. And why does that feel good? Because it is creating experiences that we share together that are out of our ordinary and allow us to see one another in new lights. Okay. Why do you like seeing people in new light? Because I think so many of us get stuck in where we are in our day to day. Wait, 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 wait. Do you notice what you just said? You're saying this in general because you're thinking of the listener right now. But I asked you, why do you, because you're thinking about your family, then you're thinking about the listener. What do you want, Colleen? Why do you want to have a trip with your family? Why do you emotionally want to have a trip with your family? Not for them because you can't vibrate for them. They could be miserable. They could get Zika. Who knows? Why do you want to go on this trip with them? To have memories that are outside of our daily life. I'm not asking about our daily life. I'm asking about your experience personally. This is actually so interesting because you're a mother, so you're so used to trying to think about the vibration and the point of view of everybody else. Why do you want to go on a trip with your family personally? This is so deep and far away from my level of consciousness on this. I don't know that I can answer. Yeah, but there you go. So you have no answer. Again, so there's no pathway for this to be possible. Does that make sense? Because there's no neural pathway that's connected to you creating your reality. You're trying to create the reality of your entire family and this trip for your family and for everyone and the cocktail party. What's going on for Colleen? Oh, my gosh. That's genius. So what do you want, Colleen? How do you want to feel <laughs> in this phase of your life? When are the kids in college? What's this cocktail party story timeline? When does the cocktail story end? What When's the last kid through school? 2021. Okay, so we we're like three years out. How do you want to feel the next three years about this season of your life in the next three years? 
I just want to feel like I am showing up every day as the best version of myself and learning more about myself and becoming amplified at a level that I love to live within. Okay. So how would you feel if you were doing that? I feel amazing. Everything else I think would fall off. We got there. Seven minutes later. You want to feel amazing. Okay. Seven minutes later, we found the feeling. Amazing is what you want to feel. Okay. That's the first manifestation of all of the rest of it. Ian telling a better story of like what's possible while feeling amazing. Now, how often have you been feeling that version of amazing? Because you could say amazing. This is the other thing I've noticed with flow. People take flow and then module one happens. We do a coaching call on a Thursday. And then I had a woman last year say, I thought I was a happy person. I thought I was a jet, like literally Colleen, this person could just be you like 10 years ago similar family story, had her own business, that kind of stuff. And she said, you know, I thought I was generally a happy person before joining this class. And I got into alignment the way you're talking about. And she realized the quality of that alignment and feeling of physically, emotionally feeling it was so fundamentally different than her past experiences of what she called and labeled positive. Now, I'm not trying to put unrealistic expectations on your feeling of amazing, but is there a different quality of amazing that you think you would have if you were showing up fully every day, which is a simplified version of what you said, that you would experience that's different than your current alignment you're having now or not? It could be the same. And I'm that's good if it's the same. I'm just curious. I think it would be the same. It would be the same. So what we want to do is just tell a better story, have a better possibility that matches that emotion. Yes. So you're already doing it. And we just want to release the resistance you have to income because right now the story is we're just going to get by, which you're manifesting to that story perfectly while feeling amazing. So you're feeling the feeling, but you're actually manifesting something you're not actually wanting with that feeling. Does that make sense? Yes, Abraham, it does. (laughs) (laughs) Right? So, okay. Are you feeling that pretty regularly, like a few times a week or maybe once a day or a few times a day? Where are we at with this amazing feeling? It depends. When I'm like humming on all cylinders, it can be, you know, several times a day. On a good week, it's a few times a week. Okay. So that is a pretty consistent level of feeling and touching that feeling. So what we want to do then is open up to the possibilities that that amazing feeling can lead to other amazing things that mean that the whole tide rises when it comes to this. Can We can flow through this with ease. How about that? How about instead of we're going to get through this, which is true. It's like, that's kind of like the river is dry, but it's like there's still flow enough. There's enough trickle in the river that we can we can float in it. But it's not like you're kind of bumping along the bottom of the river because <laughs> there's not enough water. But you're like, but I'm going to get through this. But it's not as much fun as if the water was higher. So now we're going to say feeling amazing also includes flowing down a really fluid, fun, bubbling brook. So this income can come through and this season of our next three years can be much more enjoyable. This can be an enjoyable season of our lives. We can thrive in this. The creativity, the ideas, the inspiration that will come to match this season of our life could be some of the best ever. Like out of the contrast comes greater wanting. Before you had three college educations to pay for, there was less wanting because there was less needing. And also, they don't even need to go to college. This is completely an arbitrary thing. So this is like all want, right? So even we have to be careful not to let scarcity put need on what is truly just a want. 
Oh, that's good. Right? So you don't, they don't even need to go to school. Honestly, more and more people are questioning the education system more than ever. So like this is less and less. So this is lowering the expectations, lowering the pressure. This is less and less important. Right now, the old story, which is changing, I would say, in the last 10 years around education, is that this is the most important thing, right? And so we've been living that. But really, this is less and less important. They don't even have to finish school. Like the most amazing people in the world have often quit school or never even gone to traditional education because that system only teaches them the 5%, not the 95% of their mind. It's not even that important. By saying that, the pressure lowers. Does that feel any different for you? It's like, okay, they're doing this because they want to. We're all doing this because we want to. There's no need. There's no scarcity here. So in shifting the telling of my story, and allowing the peptides to start percolating and everything connecting and creating spaces for it to flow, is that a guarantee that that will happen? Or is there something else that might be waiting that isn't something that's on my radar that I would articulate that I want? The fact that with law of attraction, I can't get what I want per se because there's another plan in place, right? I just have to be open to having the universe manifest what it will through me. I would say your inner being is that person. Your intuition knows what you want and is trying to guide you towards it. And if something doesn't happen for you, you can rest in the faith that like something better is coming for some reason. But I wouldn't look at it as something outside of your own connection to your own intuition's guidance. Or whatever you want to call that. I mean, honestly, Christians here, Holy Spirit, guys, it's just a different word for intuition. So, you know, and you could say inner being, or you could say God. Consciousness is was what is considered, you know, everything is created by God. God is not an entity that's a, a being, like a man that's like sitting there being your father, right? It's consciousness. You are a part of that consciousness. And that consciousness part of you that's your, in the non-physical, is your own connection to all the things you've ever wanted. You are creating your own reality with that consciousness also on your side. But just know that you're creating your own reality, but also look at your energy right now isn't allowing based on the feelings or the, the deep down beliefs you have of the story you're telling, the feelings you're feeling are matching the story you're telling. You feel amazing and I am getting through this because that's the story I'm telling. But you have resistance to actually making money because it doesn't match the story of we're going to get through this. Okay, so it's not that I'm not doing A, B, or C of business 101, what I need to be doing to get myself off the ground. It's genuinely just the story. Oh, here we go. That, that Thank you. That kind of clarifies. If there is something A, B, or C that you are not doing in your career, by clearing this up, those A, Bs, and Cs will become very clear and you will have that zap feeling that will guide you to them. All right. So just trust that like by doing this work, the zaps will guide me to the parts I haven't been thinking about before or will, you know, bring me to that other stuff. Does that make sense? So if there is a business tactic that you're not using like Facebook ads that are going to be a part of this getting out there for you, trust you will have the zap knowingness feeling about Facebook ads when you've cleared this up 
it's possible. While you have the belief that we're going to get through this and I'm feeling amazing, I think that's probably been a story of your life. My intuition or I don't know. Is Here's my guess. Tell me if this is right or wrong. Family had scarcity growing up. Your mom, you know, so she had a lot of this stuff. And you kind of like rebelled against that and said, I can feel great. I don't need to have all this stuff that she keeps saying we can't have. And we're going to get through. We're actually fine. Why is she complaining? Because we're always fine. And like, I feel great. And like, it's not that important. And that kind of continues to play out where you feel possibly like your level of emotional well-being always is even beyond your physical goods that you have in your life. Like it's not as important because you always know I feel better than a lot of people that have more than I do even. It's not about this stuff. Is that at all a part of your story? Oh, completely. Because it's the rebelling against your mom, but it's still keeping you at a point of we're going to get through this and we're fine. We're fine. We're fine. We're always fine. And even like this big trip, like it's not like you're worrying about the second semester of your daughter's schooling here. You're worrying about a big trip you want to take because we're not even sure yet why you want to do it. But but you think that it'll be great for the family, but there's not even a personal understanding of what that emotion would be for yourself. It's still so driven by the others. But actually, things are more than fine. But I think the story that we're just fine isn't even necessarily accurate. If that's what you're really worried about is a big trip for a family of kids that are in school right now, that's more than fine. That's like amazing. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. And I can't even put my finger on why I want, you know, this idea of, oh, I have to be bringing in X number of dollars. So that you guys could take a big European trip? Like, what is it? It's not even that because at the end of the day, it would probably not be that much fun with three young adults who have their own agendas, you know, like being realistic. They're going to leave you and be like leaving. Yeah. They're just going to go, hi, mom. Thanks for the flight. See you later. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Well, this and that. You're prepaving. You're like, okay. Not that you want to create that expectation, but it's probably like, oh, maybe that's not actually something I really want to manifest. As I think about that, it doesn't actually give me the joy I I arbitrarily kind of thought it might be cool, but maybe that's actually more work than it's worth. Mm -hmm. So there's no actual reason right now for you to make money other than so far what we found, no actual reason other than making this feel like a career, not a hobby. True or false? True. Mom's beliefs are now giving me a ton of stress. True or false? Oh, yeah. True, true, true. Okay. So now we know that that's all there. We see it. And we can choose a better story. So. Why do you even want to do this business besides the income? Oh, because I just love it. Then go do that. Go do that. Are you loving it as much as you could if you took this pressure off of you with the income? I don't know that I have the pressure to create this in order to get the income. I just so feel like I finally figured out what I'm supposed to do when I grow up. I always loved hearing people's stories, inquiring about people's stories, and I'm a questioner as Gretchen Rubin would say. And it just fits so perfectly for so many different pieces of all of the things that light me up. And it's a fabulous place to be in. Okay. And you have the moment in time where this does not need to be a stress for you, but you're putting stress on yourself. True or false? True. Okay. So let's get rid of that stress because it's only going to stop you from feeling good, which will stop you from attracting the other parts that feel good too. So am I just being impatient then and thinking like, oh, I should have this happening already for me? You just said like, you're already there. Why are you feeling like you're not? All is well. You're being impatient when all is well. You're creating resistance to something that's not actually a problem. True or false? Ugh, true. So money will be great as an added extension of this experience. 
But this experience I'm doing for the experience, the first manifestation is this joy. And all these cocktail party beliefs, my mother's beliefs, and even I'm not even sure, like this story of getting by, like we're already doing wonderfully. We're not even just getting by. We're actually doing really, really well. My kids are also creating in this too. The other thing you can look at is their college education also has to do with their lives. So they're creating their own experience too. You want to have a great experience of your life, but there's this onus on the parents and in a lot of times in the US, not always, to provide this education for the kids. But really, this is also about the kids having their own point of attraction and their own experience. So they can attract those scholarships. They can attract working. You know, there's other ways for this to happen. It doesn't have to just come through you as well. But it's so interesting when we said, why do we want the income? It came from this whole college thing, which isn't actually an issue. And then when we just look at the business itself, you're like, I feel totally aligned. There's like no actual issue, except for the shooting on yourself that the mother voice is doing. What if you just go live it and let it flow? I feel like there's a part of me that has been doing that, but then I get stuck in that story and that's where I get tripped. Yeah. We're not even doing a fight. We're doing wonderfully. This family's co-creating in a beautiful way that's bringing everyone exactly what they need in the right time in the right way. True or false? True. True. That is true. So if that's true, keep reminding yourself that when the ego says it's not. All right. And just watch the flow of the zap lead you to the next thing and the next thing and the next thing in the business. Yeah. And that's what I've been doing up until I've been doing that. And it's amazing. And that's where I get to like, like it's not happening fast enough. And it is. It's happening in the time it's supposed to be. What is happening fast enough? Income? What is not happening fast enough? I have no idea. This goes back to your whole idea of the mountain where you keep going up the mountain and you're never going to get to the top because wherever you're at at that moment is never good enough. And I am there. There is no mountaintop. If you had income that you needed, you said, Jess, I need to make $50,000 a month right now for whatever. I also question what your lifestyle was that the 50,000 was what you need. But I'm not going to say you can't have that. I'm just going to say, okay, we're going to have a different conversation here. Or if it's like $20,000 a month, whatever it is, right? If you had to do that for whatever, we'd be looking at the point of attraction of your children in their college education. We'd be looking at how we can like go general with this, right? We would do all these other things. But in your situation right now, the only stress there is, is the belief that this needs to be stressful. True or false? True. So can I get rid of that by just getting rid of it? Yeah. So there's a few different ways. If this is enough and this as you watch this unfold in the next week or two and you feel a real genuine shift, great. Clarity has been reached and you start finding that any of those other thoughts really dwindle. They're really You can easily logically argue that logical voice that's trying to tell you you need it. You're like, that's actually not true. It's not true. It's not true. You can actually do that. I did that with my eating issues for nine years. I stopped all of that consciously with my mind, whenever the ego wanted to present that I should lose the weight or whatever, I would literally argue with it and would say, that's not true. I never got peace. I want peace. I want peace. I want peace. And I go back and go back and go back to that. For you, it's I want to be amazing. I want to feel 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 amazing on the trip. Feeling amazing is what brings out the trip. Then if that's enough, wonderful. If it's not, then there is subconscious beliefs like those things of we're just going to get by. It's just we're fine. We're fine. We're fine. You could do theta or RTT or any other kind of modality that zaps you that helps with the subconscious programming around those beliefs. So those are the two options. But I would give yourself a chance to see how this feels, recognizing there actually is no problem at all. 
There's never a problem at all. There's contrast that desire creates more wanting. And you do want income. We're not saying that you don't. But right now, we just need to like release all of this story and pressure around it, which in and of itself opens up for opportunities where before there was none because the story was we're going to be fine. We're going to get through this which is what you were creating. Now you're saying, actually, we're more than fine. This is abundantly flowing and like a trip will be great, but we don't even need that. They're probably gonna run away and go off and do their own thing anyways, but maybe that'd be fun, but I'm not attached to it because I know the feeling of amazing I'd have on that theoretical trip I can have right now. Let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. Let's keep having fun. I feel like I'm in the right place. I know I'm in the right place. This feels amazing. Being in the right place feels so amazing for this time. I was always in the right place before, and now I'm still there, and I just feel so good. This one feels so comfortable. This phase is so cozy and just a summation of everything I've gone through. Let's see what comes next. This is so much fun. This is so much fun. I can't even believe I get to do this. What a wonderful life that I actually have, and I haven't appreciated it as much as I could, but now I can do that more and more, and I can release all this stuff about my mom. It's not even her fault. It's not even her dad's fault. This is just a lot of unconscious stories that haven't been questioned. Thank God I'm questioning this now. Thank God I get to live with this freedom for the rest of my life experience. And I get to share this with my kids too, if they're open to it. I can't control them, but I can at least model this releasing of expectation that I didn't even know I had until this conversation. Thank God I talked to Jess. Thank God I have this awareness. I can always go back to that episode, right? See, all this is like a rampage of just feeling better around this subject. There's unlimited opportunities just by feeling and being in the right place, magical things are unfolding for me. Magical things are unfolding for me. Remember that insurance idea that came so easily? Oh my gosh, how easy was that? And before I didn't even realize I was blocking by the story I was telling. Well, now I realize that story is actually false. It never was true. It was just a story I was telling based on my mom and dad and grandpa and all that stuff. But now that that's gone, there's openness. What will come through with that? I don't even know. But right now I know that my inner being has an idea of what I want and it knows all the things. I don't even have to consciously focus on them. I just need to not consciously focus on the story of we're going to get through this because that's never been true. And it's not a story that's something I want to keep creating. We're actually more than getting through this. We're actually doing amazing. I'll just stick that on a loop and just listen to that in my earbuds all day. You just see what's next. Go to zap to zap to zap to zap. Let it unfold for you. You know, even in my feeling amazing when I'm there, I'm telling myself or that voice is telling myself that I shouldn't feel that, that I'm not allowed to feel that. It's kind of like a full circle that so when I get to that state, there's even the piece of it's not good enough. Oh, I don't have the income yet. I can't feel this good. I don't have the income yet. Okay, what you're doing is then blocking yourself from the income with that and the alignment and it knocks you out. Exactly. Yep. You're allowed to feel that good. Oh, this is awesome. You're allowed to feel that good. And income is an offshoot of that. But it's right now a block to that. You are correct. So you're, let's just say that again. So people that were like, what did she just say? Okay, so it's an extension of that good feeling, but you've been using it as a block to that good feeling. I'm not allowed to feel this good when I get there because I don't have this yet, block. I can't feel this feeling, which is actually how you'd feel if you had the income because I don't have the income yet. So then you pull yourself out of it and you get frustrated you don't have income. Then law of attraction goes, oh, she's at the vibration of not having income. Don't give her income. Mm-hmm. 
It's not actually doing any logical thinking, by the way. It's just gravity, guys, or the equivalent. So this is just like when you have that vibration that so you're feeling, feeling good, and then you're like, wait, but I don't have the income. I can't feel this way. Then you lower the vibration. The law of attraction is matching that lower vibration more of the time than it's matching the vibration that's superseding it, which would be the high. Because you're blocking it. You're like, I, I won't even allow myself to feel that feeling unless the income's there. Since the income's not, I'm not letting myself feel it. Law of attraction is responding to not enough income, not enough income. They say, sure, not enough income. It's not saying anything. It's just matching that. We want to dehumanize consciousness and that's kind of funny to say, dehumanize consciousness, dehumanize like the godlike qualities to these things. This is just a force matching similar things unto themselves. It's the most dominant feeling you have is I don't have income more than the amazing feeling because every time you get to that amazing feeling, you squash it with the not enough income thing. True or false? True. Yeah. Okay. So now that we see it, I would right now release the need or even major desire, light desire, sure. It'd be nice if you have income, but I would just release the pressure on income altogether because it's not actually even needed in any destitute, terrible way right now. So letting that go and just focusing on flowing and appreciating the fact that you have so much abundance in your life or this doesn't have to be this stressful thing will help remove the stress that you're putting on yourself unnecessarily. And as you do that and just kind of chill out about it, the zaps will start to lead you to the next things. The inner being knows you want the income, but it can't bring you to it when you're blocking it with, I can't feel that good. So I can't have an idea that matches it because I'm not allowed to feel that good. Does that make sense? It makes perfect sense. Because you're going to receive the inclinations and inspirations to take action based on the vibration you're at. So your intuition can guide you to feeling great, but if then you use income as a reason to not feel great, then you're not feeling great. And the idea of action when you're feeling crappy about not having income is going to have a vibrational match to I don't have enough income. So the next idea you're going to get from the feeling of I don't have enough income is going to match whatever it is of the belief that I don't have enough income. I so can't wait to try this. <laughs> well, I'm excited to hear how it's going. But right now, I think the best thing you can do is just bask in the appreciation. I would love if I gave you homework. It would be do your alignment. You're a joyful person. You are blocking it in this way, but you do get there. So when you're there, do rampages of appreciation around the abundance in your life in all forms. Five pages, please. And thank you. Okay. Just do that. And I just want you to bask in all the scholarships, all of the, the abundance that's flowing to you guys in all these different forms, just to show you how many ways money flows through your life and your family's life. This will be another aspect of that, but it is just one of dozens. So as you take the pressure off of this one to be the only one you're focused on and look at the 20 of them that are there, it's less important. It's less implausible. It's less hard because it's just one of 20. Oh, I like that. Right When your focus is only on this one that's not there, not there, not there, instead of the 20 that are there, you're going to get a match of it's not there. And as you do, other stuff might pop in. You go, whoa, where'd that come from? And then I would celebrate every little thing, every little zap you get, especially around the business. And I'd also appreciate how fun it feels to do the work for the sake of the work. Or that's not even work in this case. It doesn't even feel like work. But I would let go of any expectation of income right now because the expectation is actually right now blocking you from the income. Over time, you can ramp that up slowly. Like, wouldn't it be fun if? But I would wait until you're really calmed down around 
the lack of income. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. I want that to be boring for you. When that subject gets boring, you're at neutral, which is really good. And when it gets boring, then it's no longer triggering you. That's going to be the tipping point towards the positive. But for now, I just got to slow down the train. If you had to make money every month, this would be a different conversation because we'd need to get your mortgage covered, right? But you're right now not in that. And we don't want to put you in that unnecessary place you are not at. So many people do that because they think about other people that are in that place, but that's not your truth. So you living someone else's truth is not doing you any service towards what you want. So how often do you find that we as people on this planet want things that we don't need? Well, so we want to have growth and the, it's not about, we don't need to breathe. <laughs> so let's be real, real here. We don't even need to live, okay? So like all of this is a choice. For us to breathe is a choice. For us to eat is a choice. For us to drink water is a choice. We think those are necessities when we believe the story that we have to be alive. We don't even have to be alive. So everything is a want. There's nothing wrong with wanting. Right now, you just have so much resistance to what you're wanting. I want you to eliminate the resistance by not wanting it anymore because it's not helping you. Like Gary Vaynerchuk loves making money. I would be, for him, I'd be doubling what he wants because he has no resistance to it. You have a lot of resistance. So I'm like, stop thinking about it. Back up. Chill out. Go do other things and let this get boring for you. Oh, I thought there were other reasons why I was the exact opposite of Gary. <laughs> well, yeah, but like he loves making it. He has no resistance to it. He loves taking massive action. If that's someone that like that gets them into alignment and that's thriving for them, then they that's amazing. I had a lot of resistance to income and stuff in the past. And when I finally got to a point where I cared about my alignment with my intuition and feeling good about what I was showing up as more than I cared about anyone joining or whatever they paid or any of that stuff, literally, when I clicked into that in a deep and profound way, all of it shifted. See, that fascinates me. I know that that's part of your story. And as a business person in my past and admirer of yours, I hear that story and I'm like, how does that work? I have no need. Need is at the level of lack, right? If you need something, there's a scarcity, there's a fear associated with it. There's less fear associated with wanting something. There's much more fear associated with needing something, right? If you say, I want my kids to go to college because it's fun and they can have a great experience and it's not even needed, it's not even necessary, but you know, like it's a fun thing. They'll get to have this like thing that feels less resistant than my children need to or they're going to be dying, right? Well, no, they don't even need to live right now. They don't have to breathe right now. But <laughs> the need feeling of college is much more stress inducing than the wanting of things. Our perspective is just so warped culturally to what is needed versus what is wanted. If we just let ourselves realize all of this is wanted, the pressure goes down on all of it because need is scarier to not have than want. True or false? True. So if we just say all of this is want, that de-escalates a lot <laughs> in and of itself, right? You don't need the house you have. You don't even need a house. I had no house for two years. <laughs> you don't need a... Um, and there are people I've met, very happy people in Ghana that don't have a, walls to their kitchen that are happier than many Americans I've met. So you don't even, like, for your alignment and your possessions are not correlated. 
emotional state of well-being is not a correlation. There are many people that are unhappy in mansions and happy in shacks. It is not a material leads to joy. But we do like creating and we do like having desires and we like to see them come true. But we like that. That's very different than need and fear. Different vibrations. Level of the problem, level of the solution. The level of your solution is I have income and I'm not worried about it. True or false? Depends on how I live. Yeah. Like I don't need it, but I enjoy it. Because you don't need this trip with your kids. You're not even sure you're going to like it because they're going to run off. So (laughs) this is just the example, right? But if we get there, then we're like, okay, this is just something I want. And if I had this income, it wouldn't be that important because we already ha- it already isn't that important. We already have everything we need to flow through this really easily. Okay, great. I'll have income. It'll be fun. But that's all that's really going to change. Really. Your sense of identity on your ego side feels like, no, of course, I'd feel like this is a career now. But my mother would be proud. Is your mom even alive now? No. No, okay, she's not even here. And guess what? She's in the non-physical loving you and going, God, that was just my programming. I don't believe that now. (laughs) Please let me go. Let that go. That was just a thing I had when I was in a very limited state of understanding. Mm -hmm. It's not important. And when you know it's not important and you live at that vibration, it's not important, but it can come in much easier. It's easier to make a castle than a button than a castle only because we think buttons are easier. So we got to make you think this is easier and not as important. Because importance and need are creating the blocks. You're blocking the river from flowing rather than looking at all the water that's there. So when you say that, I think that I am doing that. I think I am exceptionally appreciative of everything that I do have in my life. And that's where I go back to, what am I doing wrong? You're not doing anything wrong. You just had a story about we're going to get through this that's not even accurate to the story that's actually there. Like the reality is it it's more than okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we, But when I asked you, why do we need the income, which is where the block was, the first thing was the cocktail story. And the next thing was, we're going to get through this, which isn't that positive of a story to tell around the money that's actually there. It's not even an accurate story in that way. If we can just update the story to be accurate to there's more than enough, it's all actually fine. And this will be fun too when it flows, it'll come. It doesn't have to happen yet. It obviously doesn't have to happen right now because it hasn't happened. But I can just keep staying in joy and trusting. My inner being knows that income will be awesome. It doesn't need it, but it knows it'd be awesome. And let it show me how to get it and let the zaps lead me there. All right. May the zaps lead me there. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. My new motto. I'm not trying to get you to not get income. I just want your zaps, your inner being, your intuition to guide you towards it. What happens is the ego wants to force it upstream, where the intuition's like, God, I know where it's at, Colleen, but you got to stay in the zone of my frequency to listen to my zaps. Mm-hmm. How does it feel? I feel extremely lighter. Good, good, because your life is great. And I feel like I had glasses on that were just smudgy and now they're clean and I'm seeing more clearly and I'm excited to continue to trust in the universe and be led by the zaps. Yeah, you trust in your inner being. It's guiding you. It has guided you and it's done a really good job creating a really great life. The story is actually even like a little smudgier than the reality is, which is how great it is really right now. So when we really tell and appreciate that story, more can flow in from this place of abundance than a story of lack or just getting by. 
and let go of the income. It'll come when it comes. Why don't you just say that? It'll come when it comes. It'll come when it comes. It doesn't have to be there right now. I have a ton of abundance of all forms in my life right now. I do have five pages a day of abundance of my life right now. It'll come when it comes. And I trust the zaps to lead me there. It's your own inner being, but yeah, it's gonna show you how to get there. But right now, we gotta live at that frequency without you squashing it down by saying the income's not here yet, squash. And that I'm not doing something the right way. Well, there is no right way. The right way is following your zaps. Oh my gosh, the right way is following your zaps. Like everybody wants to know the plan of how to grow a business. And I think <sighs> people like asking me business advice. I'm like, I have no interest in talking about that. All I have interest in is asking you what your intuition tells you because the answer for your income or your path is in your intuition, not in a business expert, unless the intuition's leading you to that expert because that expert has the thing for you. But your intuition should tell you to do it. That's why when I sell my classes, I don't even sell ever. I say, if your intuition is leading you to this work, then join me because then you know you need this. This is not need, but you want this and this is where you're at. I'm not trying to sell you on this because this may not be the right path for you at this time. Your inner being will tell you for business stuff and the income and it may be a Facebook ad. It may be working with a business coach. I'm not sure, but your intuition will tell you the thing, not your consciousness arbitrarily putting its hopes and dreams on some expert that's gotten some level of alignment it wants in itself. Yes, which is how I got to you in the first place. It was the zap to the zap to the next zap to all the things that follow out of that, which is amazing. Yes, there you go. So keep zapping. Okay. So keep flowing in that river and keep trusting the zaps to lead you to the income. But right now I would just like soften the whole thing because it's not actually necessary. It's just a fun manifestation that will happen when you're able to hang out in that fun, amazing feeling that you get into, but then you pull yourself out of around the subject of income. So you're feeling really great in your business and everything is feeling great except for the income and that pulls you out. So that's what you're seeing in your business. You're in alignment in your business and always except for income. So the income can't come because you're not in alignment with it. Oh, you have been there and part of so many other steps of me coming into a deeper understanding of myself that I had a hunch that coming to you with this might also be fruitful. And here we are. Here we are. How do you feel? You feeling good? Feeling relaxed? Yes. Thank you so much. You're welcome. I hope this helped other people as well that may, you know, be able to adapt the story to their circumstances. Obviously, some moms with three kids in college might go, this is exactly like me. But other people might not have this story, but maybe they can look at some area or maybe something like income and think about their parents and their story or who is it that they're trying to get it for and then look at their actual want versus need ratio and, and see what they can do for themselves to release the resistance. But really, you're doing great. I'd bask in the appreciation of that a little bit more. That's all. And you found the zap. So that's the best thing, right? I would bask in the fact that you have the zap. Oh, it's amazing. And I'm sure it feels like something else for other people. And I'd be curious to know what that is for them. Yeah. So what would you tell someone just starting out on this journey? Oh, after this conversation, I would say that when it feels like there's something that's not clicking in at 100% to pull back for a minute and ask, what is it that I need? What is it that I want? What story am I telling myself? And then reevaluating and going back in and seeing what you can't shift through 
the vibration that you're going to put out and watch what comes back to you. Beautiful. That's beautiful. And Colleen and anyone else, obviously, once you kind of come to this, like I said, if you're feeling like it's still not shifting for you in terms of the resistance and the feelings of pulling yourself out around income and not enough, you could do things that deal with the subconscious programming. But just sometimes doing this alone consistently enough can change the point of attraction. Sometimes it doesn't. So you're going to have to be discerning. Use the zap within you to decide if it's something you want to go deeper into some other process or is this awareness alone enough to remove the shadow or at least not act or vibrate on the shadow as much anymore. So yeah, thank you for coming on the show again. Thank you for having me on and for being a answer person to this conundrum that I've been under. I love it. L-O-I-Q-N-A. It's like my favorite thing right now. And there you have it. Colleen, thank you so much for coming on the show again. And thank you for listening. If you'd like to send Colleen a message, you can do so over on Instagram at The Longest Dance. And if you want to find me on Instagram, Snapchat, or Twitter, you can find me at Jess C as in Creative Lively. For show notes for this episode, head over to JessLively.com slash Colleen Kavanaugh 2. Before I share what I'm up to next, I'd like to talk about today's sponsor, FreshBooks.com. FreshBooks is bookkeeping software for creatives and business owners that is so easy to use. And every day now I'm going into this system, especially lately, as we have had a lot of bookkeeping to do with the end of the year of 2017 and the start of 2018. At least I love doing my bookkeeping. If this was not on FreshBooks, I can tell you my (laughs) tax situation would not be nearly as pleasant or fun because the system is so easy and simple and beautiful all at the same time. My bookkeeper and I can easily go in and talk about things that need to happen. There's mobile apps. You can have different members of your team chart their own time. You can track your own hours if you do billables, like, for example, graphic design or interior design work. All this stuff is so easy to do. They've really thought of a lot of different use case scenarios for business owners out there. So if you want to try this for free for 30 days and give this a shot, see if you want a new bookkeeping system that you love using too for 2018, head over to freshbooks.com slash lively. I hope you love it as much as I do. Now for what I'm up to next. Again, it's still decorating, letting it all unfold, 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 taking my time with the decorating because I don't plan to have a lot of stuff, but at the same time, it's probably time for me or possibly, (laughs) hopefully, time to manifest a rug. It would be nice to have a rug in the living room, so I'm looking for that and also preparing for a new project that I'm cooking up for you guys behind the scenes. Until next week, may something wonderful happen to you today. 